0: and uh, and learn more about our green financing uh, program here in San Francisco. Uh, This is an extraordinarily innovative program uh, that we hope to scale. And the only way to scale it is to get your support and to raise awareness uh, about a program that promises to provide tens of millions of dollars to finance the upfront costs of investing in energy efficiency, water conservation, photovoltaics, all kinds of, well, weatherization programs and the like. The idea is simple, to take the one burden out of the equation of going green in your home or in your place of business, and that's cost. We can remove the barrier of cost, then there's nothing to stop us from raising the bar and getting to the next level in terms of sustainability. Uh, This green financing program is authorized $150 million for just those type of weatherization uh, and energy efficiency programs. So if you've longed to switch out all of your light bulbs, if you've longed to get your envy or your next door neighbor's got that great solar uh, project, or put that beautiful solar panel on the back of his or her roof, and you go, boy, I wish I could afford that. Or if you said, you know what? I want to change out my water heater. Or better yet, I have an electric car that's coming later this year, and I need to put the charger in, but I don't necessarily know how to finance a charger at home, so I have to use the one down at work or in that parking garage someplace else. Well, now you have the opportunity to do all of the above, and you don't have to just limit yourself, again, to weatherization or energy efficiency or photovoltaic. You can do all of the above by contacting 311 or going to our website, this GreenFinanceSF.org website, and learn about how you can apply. And you can do it online. Uh, They'll walk you exactly through uh, the steps you need to take doing an energy efficiency audit. We'll start there so we can determine how you can save money. Because at the end of the day, we're not just saving the planet by reducing our greenhouse gas emissions, but we're also reducing your energy consumption uh, or generating energy that you can consume. And as a consequence, you are making a good investment in terms of reducing your month-to-month costs. We'll finance it on the back of your property tax on a special assessment. So you don't have to pay this back uh, except uh, over the course of 5 to 20 years, depending on the amortization of your property tax. It doesn't go with you. So if you want to sell your building, Uh, Say you have a commercial building or an industrial building, or you have your home, and you're going to sell it, and you say, well, well, then do I have to write a big check back to pay for all those upfront costs associated with putting in that solar or weatherizing my home? The answer is no. Uh, The cost will be born by the new property owner, it has to be disclosed upon transfer, and the new property owner will get the benefit of your upgrades and improvements. And remember, you'll get the benefit of a higher sales price because you've basically improved the value of your home by reducing the operational costs of your home as you've improved the environment at the same time. I, I truly believe, and I'm going to turn this over to the experts here in a second that this is among the most significant things we can be doing in terms of environmental stewardship in this country. You have to, at the end of the day, reconcile, I believe we have to in this country, reconcile the issue of cost in terms of being good environmental stewards. But if we can address that through these low-interest deductible loans that go against the property tax bill, not against the individual and we can create an incentive for not just, again, you as a residential homeowner, but you as a tenant or you as a commercial or industrial property owner, if we can create an incentive where there's no out-of-pocket costs, well, then the sky's the limit in terms of our capacity to reduce our utility burdens and to substantially decrease our greenhouse gas emissions and uh, uh, energy consumption. So I'm, I'm ecstatic about this. Um, I I apologize for being a little more animated. I I don't have my talking points here or any of that. Uh, This comes from my gut. This comes from my heart. uh, But it also comes from my head. This makes sense economically. It makes sense environmentally. And at the end of the day, it creates jobs. And let us not forget that every single one of the people that will be doing the energy audits or doing the energy efficiency uh, swaps and work and the weatherization and the water conservation work, another, again, water conservation being a big part of this, putting in that solar or even an urban wind generator is a green collar job. And that's a big deal at a time where we need to be stimulating our economy and creating those jobs and making sure we have the workforce uh, that is trained uh, to do that work. And I'm going to turn this over now to Cisco who understands that workforce, understands how this works, was really the, the guiding light behind this um, with his former boss, Mayor Bates in Berkeley, who really initiated uh, this a number of years ago and got our attention. But because we're San Francisco and we're competitive, we wanted to scale it at a whole completely new level. And that's what we're doing today. You can go online now, fill out that application, get started. Within days, we will get you certified And then ultimately with days after that, we'll get you a big check and get that project moving that you've always dreamed of because you took advantage of Cisco's original genius. And then our ability with the Board of Supervisors here, good work of Eric Marr and others to scale this uh, at a whole new level. So Cisco, where did you come up with this idea? This is great stuff. This is going to change. The dynamic, I think, in terms of environmental stewardship and the opportunity to create jobs and, and uh, create a different paradigm in this whole discussion about uh, energy efficiency and weatherization, water conservation, uh, solar and the like. Uh, so what was the inspiration?
1: Well, thank, I mean, first, thanks for your leadership on this. This is the largest program of the kind in the country. And it's really also focused on home retrofits. Like you said, it's yeah. about helping people save money. So I, I think one of the most exciting things about this is the model that, that can be set here uh, that got launched today. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the the part that got started for me, uh, Mr. Mayor, was I tried to get solar in my house. And I got the bids, and I, you know, had a double clutch when I saw that $24,000 price tag. Yeah. And I thought, uh, you know, I was working for Mayor Bates at the city of Berkeley and trying to figure out how we help people make these kinds of investments in their homes. And I should be the easy one, right? I mean, talk about low hanging fruit. I cared about this stuff, I worked on it for my job, and I was having a hard time. And so it started a real quest about how we, uh, how cities, how we then at the city of Berkeley, but now how any city can sort of use the tools it has to solve uh, this fundamental upfront cost problem, and and that's where this idea came from and what you guys have jumped
0: into. And you guys called it initially, and others that use the vernacular, PACE program, P-A-C-E. What differentiates our program, Green Finance SF, from a traditional PACE program?
1: Well, I think, you know, PACE, so property assessed clean energy, uh, is sort of the general term that people have given to this. I think what differentiates what what's happening here, what we're all doing together here in San Francisco, is not just its scale, uh, but that uh, this new focus on getting folks to come in and get an evaluation and audit of their home, focus on what, not just, you know, do you want the solar? That's great. But what are the package of measures you can do on your house right. that actually reduce your energy use and save you money? So if you
0: do the solar, they're going to come in and not just say, hey, we can reduce your utility bill by $50 a month. They're going to come in and say, you can do so, you can do energy efficiency, swap out the bulbs, but also you need to weatherize. You need to look at the prospect of doing solar because everybody else around town is doing it and we can finance it and package all these things together. Is that the, the fundamental? Is that the bundling of
1: different proposals and ideas? That's right. I mean, get somebody in who, who, who understands how to do a home evaluation. But then to say, you know, not just, hey, you could save some money on solar. Hopefully, you can. But also, if we do these other things, you know, you got some, you got some leaky windows, you have some other things you need to take care of. Package those together, it's going to cost a little bit more, and we can finance that. But you're actually going to save more money right away if right. you do those extra measures. And I think putting that all those pieces together is really key.
0: Now, is water conservation, I mean, I know it's part of what we're doing. Is it part of what other cities are doing? You know, water conservation started to emerge recently. This is, uh,
1: uh, and we've seen some of the measures come forward with water conservation in Sonoma County, for example. But uh, to put in not only water conservation, but to put the work that you've done at the Public Utilities Commission here, on all the on water audits, and the whole series of incentives and measures you have now can package that into the financing. Yeah. So not only do you have water uh, efficiency measures, but you have a whole system to help people make good choices around water efficiency. And I don't people think about water very much. No. It but shouldn't. now it's a new part of this, and it can be a big part of, of the package that people do on their homes and businesses.
0: So, Johanna, you're the brainchild in terms of the city's efforts <laughs> working with Cisco. Um, Connecting Dots, worked with our Board of Supervisors to help convince them this is the right thing and had strong leadership from a number of members of the board. Um, This program is now available today. People literally can go online and they can fill out an application online to learn about their, um, well, their ability to take advantage uh, of this financing. what what are the restrictions? I mean, w- w- can just anyone walk in and and get this kind of financing?
2: Um, yes, it is available today, and folks can go online. They can go to greenfinancesf.org and they can fill out the application there. If they don't have access to the internet, they can also go to their branch library and pick up a paper application and fill it out there. It's available in three languages, uh, but basically you go online, and uh, as Cisco mentioned, the first step is is really understanding what is going to make the most sense for you in your home right. by starting with an energy audit or getting someone to help you understand what your specific building, what the needs of your specific building are. And um, oftentimes we see people that maybe want to come in and just do solar, but then they start taking a look at, um, how well, how can I save myself more money faster? You know, solar's great. I have solar in my home. Right. I love it. It helped me get my bill down from 85 to $25 a month, and it's great.
0: Is that all you spend, $25?
2: That's all I spend now.
0: I don't want to compare. Our <laughs> God bless. Maybe we, have
2: a, we have a very small home. We have a TSE. Yes. But, but it works very well for us. But we started by doing energy efficiency because we knew that solar was going to give us a payback of about eight years. But energy efficiency really is giving us a payback of six months to a year by doing that, by starting with that first. So we really would love to, um, we hope that this program is going to help. Others. And I should mention that there um, are, for those of us that are, for those of you that are tuning in at home right now, there are a number of options for submitting questions about the Green Finance SF program. You can email them to contact at greenfinancesf.org, or you can ask them live through the Ustream page, which is linked, we link to that from the greenfinancesf.org website and also from the mayor's uh, website. And you can also submit questions via Twitter by tweeting them with the hashtag of pound sign green finance sf. Uh the meeting is also being streamed closed, closed caption on sfgtv's website at www.sfgovtv.org as well as on sf cable 26.
0: Which is great. By the way, to the extent again any of you are out there watching, we did something similar for our budget. We did an online interactive town hall for our budget. We had over 25,000 people uh, uh tune in and connect and have an interactive dialogue. This is part of our open government initiatives. We're doing opendatasf.org, go learn about that. We're doing machine-readable, downloadable information where people are mashing that information up and doing city applications along the line of what you'll do with your iPad or iPhone. Uh, a lot of really, I think, innovative programs that will become the norm. People will look back and go, boy, that wasn't that exciting but at least for the moment, uh, provide a different kind of interactivity. And so again, I'm very appreciative you took the time to be here. A whole idea for us of doing this again is to raise awareness. This program is only as good as the knowledge that you now possess and your ability to disseminate that knowledge, digest that knowledge, to organize yourself in a way where you can make recommendations, not only to your family or friends, uh, or take action yourself uh, to take advantage of this. And uh, again, we we just want to raise the bar, and this city has one of the most aggressive local global climate action plans in America to roll back our greenhouse gas emissions 20% below 1990 levels by 2012. We've already reduced them 7%. Most aggressive green, um, uh, well, most aggressive green building standards in the country. We've had the most aggressive solar incentives in the country, and that begs then this question. Can you take advantage of the existing incentives like our solar incentives, or do you have to choose one or the other if you want to do the green financing?
2: So you absolutely can take advantage of all of the above. Uh, As you mentioned, we have our Go Solar SF uh, program, which will give you a grant to install solar on your home. If you work with a San Francisco-based company or if you work with a company that's hired out of a city-sponsored workforce development program, we'll give you a higher incentive. You can take advantage of that. You can also take advantage of the statewide California Solar Initiative program, and you can take advantage of the federal tax credit. You can do all of that and finance the balance of that through the green finance SF program we will not allow you to finance the re- the rebates that you're getting and the grants that you're getting right. but everything that you would but everything that you wouldn't get those rebates or incentives taken off at the very front end you can finance the rest through green finance SF That's
0: okay life. now Cisco you, you've got a lot of experience with this and I made some suggestions or I, I made a statement that some may find audacious that within days you can learn about your eligibility and within days after that conceivably okay. get a ch- Is that possible? Or am I exaggerating?
1: The whole the goal here I think that we started with and that your team all started with and I know that you started with was that if this isn't pretty simple people aren't going to do it, right? That this is uh... people have enough complications in their life trying to make it easier. Yeah. So the, the first part is uh, yeah you got to get a little evaluation. You got to have something to take a look at your property and there's different ways to do that but generally speaking once you come in and you're ready to do a project you apply. We'll tell you within a few days whether you're in. Then you go to do your project. When you're done, you'll get some paperwork. You sign it up, and you'll get your
0: check. And do you send a check? You receive the check directly, or can you send the check to your contractor who's going to actually do the work? Yeah, it's uh, a good question. Um, this is really a relation, your contractor is a
1: relationship between you and the pro, you know, and the property owner. So you want to make sure we want to be careful about that. But if you're done with when the work is done and you're filling out your paperwork, and you say, I'm good, I've looked at all the project. I'm comfortable with it, you can assign it over to your contractor, and we'll send the truck direct directly to them. Gotcha. Now,
0: now, Johanna, huge budget deficit in San Francisco. I mean, how could I, I can't even believe I'm hearing this, someone is thinking. Uh, the mayor talked about $150 million, and the streets are dirty, there's potholes, I still see, home. what the heck is going on in San Francisco? Uh, how can we afford to do this?
2: So not one dime is coming out of the general fund. This ah. is a privately financed program, and this is financed through the sale of municipal bonds. Gotcha. Um, we, did, uh, we did have the good fortune of being awarded some grant funds through the federal stimulus program to help us buy down the incentive rate for low-income applicants and to help us buy down the, incent- uh, sorry, the interest rate um, for low-income applicants and the interest rate overall. Um, and so we do have some grant funds that are going into that, as well as covering some of the costs of managing the program, the program management. But the, but the, the vast bulk of the, of the funding is through private financing.
0: So this, there's no general fund costs. The taxpayers aren't on the hook's, hook for this. This is done through private transaction, the authorization coming through municipal government, the city and county of San Francisco the availability of the funding. I mean, with all the liquidity crisis and the credit crisis, I mean this financing is available. I mean, sincerely, if someone has a project ready to go, shovel ready. Um, the financing's there.
1: The money's ready to go. I think what's important is uh, what, what this program does is because it's secured on a repayment through the property tax, it's very secure. So right now in the liquidity crisis, the financial crisis, it made a lot of things that are at all risky. Uh, you know, folks didn't want to invest in those, and, right. and that's difficult to get the money. The, the nice thing about this is because it's a secure repayment stream, there's ways to put the pieces together here so that the, the money can be available now. The city does not have to have any liability for it, and I think that's been really key. All right,
0: so you, you mentioned uh, I, you, I caught that. You said there's interest rates. Here we go. So what's the case? 30% interest rates, like going to payday loan, uh, or is this, you know, 10%? And can I deduct my interest? Um, against, well, I mean, can you deduct the interest?
2: So generally, yes, you can deduct the interest. You should, of course, check in with your tax advisor to make sure that 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 works for you. Uh, The interest rate that the program is offering is uh, 7%, so that's a bond rate of 7%. Now, just like when you go to close on a mortgage, there's some additional financing fees that go on top of that, and we have the same situation here with this privately financed program. But the bond rate is 7%. We're trying to keep... That 7% now, as I mentioned, we're getting some uh, funding for the, pro, for, for the rollout of the program from the federal stimulus, and that's allowing us to offer that, that relatively lower interest rate at the get-go. So until those grant funds are expended, we'll be offering at 7% plus that the financing costs. And then we do think that um, uh, after that grant, after the grant funds are expended, Uh, The interest rate will depend on market conditions, but we we are doing our best to keep the 7% interest uh, through the rollout of the program. And I think as more uh, finance providers become familiar with the PACE model, that we'll be able to attract uh, a wider pool of, of finance providers that can help us keep that interest rate low. Well,
0: it's a, it's a perfect segue to, then to this question that just came in from Kaden98, uh, this from uh, Ustream, says, where does the finance come from, from this financing come from? Is there a business that yeah. we're actually, uh, who, so, who does it come from?
1: So I, I'm president of Renewable Funding, and Renewable Funding is providing the financing for the program. Uh, so it's, uh, it's all private capital being brought in through Renewable Funding uh, to fund the projects. And, and right. uh, just as Johanna had said. And you
0: went through a, a competitive process, a bidding
1: process, open government, all of that. We went through a, a very competitive process with the city, and we got, uh, we're got we proud to have been selected and be part of the team.
0: All right. Here's a question from uh, Kevin P. via Ustream as well. says, will there be a limit on the size of solar power installed on a home? Uh, and, and that's a, a good broad question. What, what is the limit? Can you do a $150 million upgrade on your home and then exhaust the whole program? Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, as you know, you really have some fanciful ideas,
2: right? Um, yeah. So, so there is a minimum. The minimum is five thousand, and the maximum for residential properties is fifty thousand. There's no maximum. There is the minimum for the commercial properties as well, but there's no max for commercial properties.
0: So no max. I mean, so literally, you can do a million-dollar installation. Uh, and a big commercial structure.
1: You could. It, it's the only limit on the top right. end is that the value of the property. You can't. You can't finance anything worth more than 10 percent of the value
0: of the, the, value property. Of the property. So you
1: want to make sure you don't. And know that includes the-
0: residential, not just commercial. Right. That's right. That's right. So so no maximum on commercial. Minimum five thousand for residential and commercial and a $50,000 max on residential, which should suffice in most cases.
2: That's right. And the question also addri- uh, asked the question about how much solar you can put on your home. So we're, we're um, in the state of California, there is a, an upper limit to the amount of solar that you can put on your home. You're not allowed to put more solar on, on your building than you actually use. So right. that's something that's, that's a state.
0: Got gotcha. you. Uh, here's from uh, Bobby W. Um, at uh, 94117, again, via ustream. It says, uh, can this work, and this sort of uh, paralyze or at least extends off the question we were just uh, referencing on commercial, can, we, can this work for a 110-unit condo association? So or, yeah. I mean, he's prescriptive, Bobby, but, I mean, uh, so you're, you're a condo. I mean, again, um, big apartment building, this is available.
1: It, it's available for any private property, um, and obviously some properties can be a little more complicated than others. But on a condo building, if you're going into the unit and doing energy efficiency in the unit, then the property owner, the owner of that particular unit, can take advantage of it. Right. If you're in a rental uh, complex, uh, that the, the project as itself comes in under the commercial side of things, as it's looked at as a large commercial building. Gotcha. And then you got to work with both. There's common areas and lots of things you can do for the building that uh, directly that directly benefit everybody. And if you get in individual units, it's a little more complicated. You have to work out between the owner and the renter, but that's part of what what the program goes
0: going forward. Good. And and this from Daniel, uh, and I think Revere said, I'd like to challenge the mayor. Well done, Daniel, (laughs) to get an energy audit in his own home. Well done. And uh, I need to do that. Now, of course, if I took advantage of the financing, it'd be in the paper as some sweetheart deal or something (laughs) wrong. So I don't know that I can get away with doing that. I will also avail it to the 150 million other people or at least, $150 million that will be available to everybody else. But an energy efficiency audit, I just bought a new home up in Haight-Ashbury, so it's actually long overdue. Of course, I'm trying to outfit the house to make sure it's baby-proof first um, (laughs) uh, because I just had a a new baby who's starting to perilously consider walking uh, before she even starts crawling. Um, This is from too much information. Dr. Chris, via Twitter, it uh, says, is there a central list of technologies uh, that will be supported by the loan program somewhere?
2: Yes, there is. Uh, so if you go to greenfinancesf.org, S- Green there is a list of all of the eligible measures there on the website.
0: Excellent. So that's easy. Cisco, this one's for you. When do you expect other uh, counties to start rolling out similar PACE programs? You mentioned a number already have, but when do you, yep. are you starting to see this thing scale now? Well, it's been remarkable. I mean, you've
1: got uh, 18, 19 states now that have
0: authorized this across the country. And it's right. not
1: just, you know, California and Vermont. It's Oklahoma and Texas. It's been... Uh, well done. It, it's not ideological. That's been great. Around the Bay Area, uh, there's a number of programs in, uh, that are coming later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got programs, uh, Alameda County, uh, uh, San Mateo, Santa Clara, all with programs coming, Solano County. So we'll see a number of programs launching in the months to come. Uh, And, obviously, Sonoma County right up north has a great program already in operation.
0: That's great. And are you seeing, uh, you mentioned these larger states. I mean, so states can, I mean, will the state of California do something like this with 150 billion instead of 150 million? I mean, if San Francisco can do 150 million locally, I mean, honestly, I mean, why not scale it? Uh, 1.5 billion, at least tenfold, uh, the state of California. Are they proposing anything similar?
1: Yeah, well, the state of California has done a, a number of things. One, they passed legislation to allow anybody to do that. That was yeah. the great first step. Yeah. Uh, the second piece they've done is, is they're trying to look for all kinds of ways to try and make cities and counties that do these programs be able to offer uh, cheaper rates and, and, and yeah. uh, less expensive. And they've also allowed cities and counties to work together to do pooled programs. So San Francisco, one of the larger cities, has the scale to do it on its own, but a lot of the cities uh, just aren't big enough necessarily to get the kind of scale that's necessary for a program, and they can all join together in programs, big and small, make things operate. So I think uh, uh, what the, the state's done is already create a big uh, structure around that and allow uh, folks, whether you're a 5,000-town community or, or the city of San Francisco, to figure out the best path for you.
0: It's great. Uh, I love this. Kaden, who's age 12, thank <laughs> you for watching. I mean, I appreciate it. There's got to be something else on TV tonight, but God bless you. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say that, but thank you, Caden. Uh, will schools – well done, Caden. Will schools be involved?
1: What about that? You know, it would be great, but unfortunately, no. Schools don't pay property taxes, which is probably for the
0: best. But we can start charging them property taxes, and <laughs> <or laughs> then we can ask them. I'll leave that Bad to Bad idea. <laughs> uh, I do not uh, – that's uh, – I'll take the, a note, Mr. Bayer. We'll get don't, back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to Caden, sorry. Yeah, because of the, they don't pay property taxes, but we do – Kaden, uh, for what it's worth, we're, we are doing a lot of work with our public schools on energy efficiency, sustainability, uh, edible schoolyards, a narrative of education around the environment, environmental stewardship, uh, and moreover, uh, solar um, that we're starting to put in partnership uh, with okay. third-party providers like pg Now there's Uh, are providing uh, the incentive and resources to do solar in a lot of our schools. So we're not abdicating our responsibility to get aggressive in terms of our public schools. And with our new public schools that are being built, I mentioned that uh, the green building requirements in San Francisco, the highest bar of any city in the United States, they have to make investments uh, that require uh, the highest level of sustainability in terms of recycling programs and other programs as it relates to building materials and as it relates to the operation of their buildings. So uh, we've even gotten so prescriptive that we're starting to look at banning certain types of light bulbs, even energy-efficient light bulbs, uh, being aggressive about what type of energy-efficient light bulbs. Uh, and incidentally, for what it's worth, um, and Kaden, you may appreciate this, all those light poles you see out in city streets that look like this, Kind of here's the pole, here's the street, and they kind of they look like this. They're called cobra heads, like a cobra head of a snake. We're going to start converting all the cobra heads, ten almost 20,000 of them. Uh, we're going to start converting them to LEDs. Uh, so we're going to work to make the city the most efficient in terms of creating uh, all, of, all of our outdoor light uh, in the most efficient manner we possibly can. This from uh, uh, Colin or Collins, ST, sorry, Collins ST, maybe it is, can you pay for some of the improvements and get a loan for the rest? That's an interesting question.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The the question is you can finance, as Johanna said, you can finance uh, the amount uh, up to the uh, total amount, net rebate, and then there's those caps. Uh, But if you want to finance less, that's fine.
0: So you don't have to do it all? You you don't have to do it all? No. So you want to just do 5,000 worth because it's a minimum? Uh, and you're spending, what, you're not to stop there. That's good. Okay. This one from, uh, I, and I apologize, I, I can't read the writing. Uh, BT Roads, uh, this via Ustream, uh, says, How are the values uh, of the properties being assessed through the city's assessor, rec- records, or independent appraisers? Um,
1: that's good a question. really good question. Uh, sophisticated question. <laughs> uh, the, and probably somebody's owned the home for a while. Is that yeah, clearly. That question. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in California, if you've owned your home for uh, uh, any period of time, your property tax increases are fixed. So many people have owned their homes for a long time. So there's yep. a lot of those here in San Francisco. Uh, their property tax assessed values very low. Uh, and so the first thing we look at is the assessed value. We say, is this is, because the assessed value is usually very conservative. But if, for example, somebody's owned the home for 20 years, their assessed value might be $100,000, $200,000, not enough to do the solar system. We can look at the market value and take a look at actually what the current market value is uh, and then uh, use that for the approval.
0: So it's a two tiered test. Interesting. Very good. Uh, this one from Twitter uh, SF Green Can we use this, and and we didn't mention this. This I appreciate the question. Uh, Can we use this uh, to, uh, I should just read the question. Uh, Can we use this for a wind power generator on the house? Yes, you can. Well, that was easy. <laughs> we do, any, have, we yeah. do have
2: specific requirements. If you want to do just renewable energy, if you want to do just solar PV, for example, or just wind energy, we do ask that you make a 20% energy efficiency improvement, as we mentioned before. We're really trying to get people. We're really trying to encourage people to save money the fastest way they possibly can do it. And so we do encourage people to uh, show a 20% energy efficiency improvement and then we'll give them a loan for renewable energy.
0: And again, how do you quantify that? I mean, is it subjective? Your Uncle Bob comes over and says, yeah, it's 30% uh, and then you sign off. Or do you have to hire some serious outfit that's got all these credentials that the city certifies to make sure that we're not abusing this?
2: So if your Uncle Bob is a uh, certain type of of energy auditor, we call it a BPI certified or a HERS 2, it gets very technical. But if they have certain licenses to conduct certain types of energy audits, then then that counts, and they come in, they do kind of a pre-audit, you do your work, and then they do a post-audit. That's really where this program is kind of moving in the longer term. There's also, because some of those programs are still being developed in the industry, we have a list of prescriptive measures, so the, the energy efficiency measures that have really been proven to be the lowest hanging fruit, the biggest value for the buck. We have a list of those on the website, and you can do those prescriptive measures, or if you can show that you've already done those prescriptive measures right. as part of as part of your project, that counts as well.
0: So that's a good point. I mean, I've done all the energy efficiency and weatherization, but I really want to get an electric charger, but I can't show a 20 percent reduction because I've already done all the good work. I'm not excluded. If there is
2: nothing more that you can do to make your home more efficient, you won't be penalized for that.
0: All right. And
1: we allow you, actually, if you go right on greenfinancesf.org, it actually has an online tool to help you get started on that. So you can plug in your address. It'll bring up your house. It'll bring up your square footage and some estimated energy use. You're a big brother.
0: You're saying that if I do, then they'll show a photo of my house? It's a Google map. It's not Uh. too All right. Is it the street view or the one above? That's right in your living room. Actually, uh, it's No, sure. there now. Yeah. no it's,
1: it's it's from the it's from up above. But it lets you do is it lets you get started to say, hey, here's put in some information about your house and sort of get a sense of what energy efficiency things you could do that might save you some
0: money, so you know what you're looking for when you start when you call. Something. You know, this is exciting. We actually uh, did this with CH2M Hill and Google a couple of years ago and did solar mapping uh, of the city. We're sure. the first big city in the United States to do this. So you literally type in your address, as you just said, Cisco, and we will show uh, your roof in this case, and then we'll calculate the square footage, and then there's a little form on the side or at least information on the side of how to get a certified solar contractor and then take advantage of our solar incentive programs, which have, by the way, a higher-tier incentive if you hire from one of our workforce training programs where people are certified, particularly in some of our workforce training programs that are trying to address the issue of race and poverty in relationship to environmental stewardship to advance our environmental justice framework. Uh, It sounds like an earful, but these are important principles, creating green-collar jobs, addressing the issue of race in relationship to the environment. That's an important value, at least from my perspective and I think our city's perspective. Uh, And to make sure, as, as my old friend Van Jones has said on so many occasions, that we lock Uh, those that have been locked out of the old industrial economy, we lock them in to this new green-collar economy. And so all these tools and this technology um, is all being sort of built up uh, for the green financing. And these are things, again, people may not be familiar with, but we want you to take advantage of them. Um, This one, uh, Cisco, uh, what is next in the city and county that will uh, bring up PACE? Financing. So, what is the next? Oh, what is the next (laughs) city uh, or county that we will see this kind of uh, work being done?
1: Uh, I think the, in the Bay Area, the next uh, big program we're likely to see is, is Alameda County, Contra Costa. Uh, sorry, Alameda County, Santa Clara County, and San Mateo County are likely to get started towards the end of the summer.
0: That's great. Yeah. And with what scale? Is this scale of ours or, or a little little no, smaller? No,
1: I think the scale of yours. I think hopefully what San Francisco becomes as a model as these programs scale up. So hopefully right. that, uh, that's the
0: goal is to be uh, the same size and scale that uh, you guys have put together here. That's great. That's great. It's one of those enlightened. Competitions because I promise you if they go further than we do, we'll have to get more creative <laughs> our, ourselves. Uh, how much funding is available to San Francisco residents? Is it, is it ten million or one hundred fifty million? This is from uh, Twitter. Um, CO2 Collaborative uh, asked the question. Meaning, is this is our residents? The uh, maybe it's residential side. Is it t- is it a portion or is it all? Or is it a portion for commercial? Or is it Whatever, whoever does it first.
2: So, as you know, the legislation that, that we passed uh, under your leadership and the leadership of Supervisor Mar and Bevan Dufty and others, um, we are authorized to go up to $150 million worth of private financing. If we are so successful that we get to that point, which we, we hope and expect, then we can go back and request additional authorizations. Yeah. And we haven't earmarked any particular part of that financing either for residential or for commercial.
0: Yeah, and this is really big point and, and this is what again is the reason i'm am more animated than normal though perhaps not than normal because i'm often animated because i'm passionate about these ideas is that the 150 million potentially is a down payment that we can go much much further so we're only limited by the capacity of people again to take seriously this opportunity uh, to step in and uh, and participate in this program, and as as quickly as people uh, take advantage of this, quickly as we scale, uh, then we have the opportunity to extend beyond 150 million dollars and authorize even more resources for this program. Again, every dollar we spend is a dollar that's creating jobs, creating opportunity for people, reducing uh, our environmental uh, footprint, and reducing, more importantly, for some at least, uh, reducing the costs. Uh, of their monthly electrical bills, water, heating bills uh, and the like, natural gas bills, et cetera. Uh, This from um, Birchie says, can I take green financing to replace energy inefficient windows in my unit?
1: Energy inefficient? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So you don't like your old windows? You want to get new windows? And you want to finance the cost of those? I mean, literally you can just say, I don't like my windows. I want to get some green windows.
2: As long as they're more efficient, yes, you can finance them. How about a green door? As long as it helps increase the energy efficiency of your home, yes. I,
1: I haven't seen green doors on the list. but <laughs> I, I, I work on it. <laughs> you anyway. know, I mean, you know, but,
0: but I mean, because, uh, yeah, no, so that, and then if you want to get rid of the old uh, water heater, because it's in, old, inefficient, rusted old water heater, can you do that? Um, specific,
1: what you'll find if you go on the website and look at the list is it'll tell you exactly. So if you're replacing a water heater with, like, for example, a, a solar hot water system or an on-demand system and it makes sense for your home, it's absolutely
0: something you can do. Excellent. Um, how do I know, again, here's, ah, this is good. How do I know that I'm eligible? And I think we talked a little bit about that. Uh, but will there be a credit check? Interesting question. Do you right. have to have appropriate credit? Are you going to go back over my credit rating?
2: So, uh, no, we will not be reviewing a personal credit check. We always maintain the right to run it if there's something questionable that comes up. But, but for the most part, no, we're not running a credit check. This is not something that shows up on your, on your credit history, and that's really one of the values, the main values of the program.
0: So if you've been paying your property taxes, if you've been paying down your mortgage yeah. uh, for the last few years, you probably will be fine, huh?
2: That's right.
1: That's exactly right. I think the idea, again, to be simple, and they say, this is really about the property. Is the property current on its debt? Is the property in a good position to sustain this going forward? And is the project you're putting in makes sense for that property? Is it going to save you some money to do an improvement? And if those things are met, then then you should be good to go. All
0: right. How about someone, this is a city of 70% yeah. renters, and you're just, you know, you're listening to this. You're saying, I don't own my property, but I'd love to be more energy efficient. Heck, I'd love to see my utility bills decline, but I got a landlord that just doesn't get this. They're not, they don't even live around here. Uh, and they're not, what do you do in that case? How do you encourage your landlord to do this?
2: So this is something that you do have to own the building or you have to work with your landlord who owns the building. This is something that that for, is, is really targeted to property owners. There are, we've worked with a number of um, enlightened landlords in San Francisco where they're starting to see the value not only just of saving themselves money. For example, a lot of uh, landlords, they don't pay the electric bill. The tenant pays the electric bill but the landlord pays the water bill and so we're starting to see more and more landlords take advantage of solar water heating systems that save themselves money and there's a new state incentive program now for solar water heating that people can take advantage of as well as a federal tax credit so you can take advantage of all these things and a landlord can really reduce their cost on on water heating we've seen the same thing with energy efficiency as well and so the landlord is recognizing the value of increasing the value of the property as well as reducing monthly costs And also offering a green product to tenants. And in San Francisco, we've got a very green-oriented, a green-minded population that is looking for that green value added in their properties.
0: And this is something we remind people, particularly in the commercial sector, when you do the analysis, uh, the most desired space, commercial space, uh, tends to be a space that's green. Uh, The highest rents come from a green space. Uh, You have lower insurance costs associated uh, with green related improvements. So it's a win-win-win for landlords and that's why we want to encourage landlords to do the right thing because not only are they helping again their tenants by reducing costs but also helping uh, themselves by increasing their property value, increasing the likelihood that they'll rent uh, at uh, at a better price uh, their units or their space as it relates to commercial or industrial. And so all of this, again, just sort of bears out with objective analyses uh, that everyone is a winner uh, in this respect. How can, and this is a, a simple question, so how much money can I expect to save, sort of an average utility bill if I do this? I mean, what, what's, a, what's a typical size in a PACE program? Is it a $10,000 loan, 5000 50000 what do you expect? And then and do you get a, you, do you save $10 a month, $100 a month, does it pay for itself?
1: Well, that's the, the key here is to try and make sure that it does pay for itself. Uh, and not everything you could possibly do to your house would. And we've got to make sure people have that information. But, you know, it really varies. What we really see is that uh, some basic energy – I just had my home uh, retrofit – and about $5,000 to do a basic set of measures around the house. i would already done some of the big stuff, like the windows and things. Um, and so you find $5,000, but uh, what the, the reality is it will be a little bit different for everybody, and that's why you want to do an evaluation. The average size project so far in different communities are around are probably around $20,000 that they're financing. And mm-hmm. over time, that may come down as people get more focused on energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. I was in a guy's house today. One of the first people who's planning to come through the program here in San Francisco. over in So Street. you've already
0: gotten people to apply?
1: They already have applications that have come in. That is. Um, and we had a, a gentleman who actually hasn't applied but is getting ready. Okay. He, he has a house on, on Fulton Street. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know, it's a big house, it's drafty, built in 1917. He spent over eleven hundred, over $1,000 on his heating bill last month. Wow! And so he thinks with this program, with the evaluation he just got, he's going to save $1,000 a year wow. cash positive to him after he does this program. So I think that's an extreme example of somebody who's really going to save a lot of money. But the idea is, you're going to see that whole range of stuff, and and that's exactly the kind of low-hanging fruit we want to capture as folks who are he's using sp- electric space heaters in a big old drafty Victorian. So well, you can imagine yeah, how. Well, and I, I the imagine case. there are a lot. Of, I know there are a
0: lot of people like that, including maybe this <laughs> one right here. Uh, Nick Dog uh, Seven via UStream says, uh, "Can the funding be used for improvements? Uh, be paid off early without penalties?" Interesting. So yes, can I you can. pay down the loan completely without being penalized?
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: I love your succinct answers, (laughs) just yes, yes. Uh, What about this, Uh, ISO uh, from Ustream, ISO 13 says, is a $300 startup fee tax deductible and uh, can it go towards the uh, project? What is so it, I the think, application fee? I think maybe fee? they're
2: referring to the application fee. And why fee? are you
0: charging $300 for an application fee? That seems unfair.
2: Well, Cisco might be able to. <laughs> Cisco, so, why are you doing that? In Berkeley.
1: I think, I think the purpose, there's two there two reasons you do it. And, and the first is that, and
0: that. if I don't go online, do I have to still pay that
1: $300? The $300 fee covers the cost of running the company through the system. This is about also making sure that the city's taxpayers who aren't participating in the program aren't having to cover the costs. So the cost of running somebody through the entire program is about $300. Okay. And that's why you're being charged. And does that include the energy
0: audit Folks coming out, the energy
1: or? audit folks is a separate deal that you deal with, and sometimes the energy audit is free if you do a project, and right. sometimes it's a separate cost that's between you and the contractor. The other thing about the three hundred dollars is it makes sure people are serious, because one of the things right. you find sometimes you don't put anything in front of it. People apply, but then they aren't really serious about doing a project. So you want to make sure that they're they're good. And that, is that deductible? It's not deductible. No, not deductible. Can you finance the three hundred dollars if you don't have it? Uh, in the end, you can't. I, I don't believe you can finance the three hundred dollars at the end. Do that's you remember,
2: the John? that's the one piece that you can't finance. Yeah. Okay. All right. But we do no, want to make sure, because, because when, you are, uh, when you're approved, your financing is essentially reserved for you. So if we're getting a bunch of people into the program who may be kind of on the fence about whether or not they want to go with the program, we, we don't want to disadvantage those that are very serious about the program by holding up funding for those that or financing for those that may not be as serious. And so that's really um, part of the motivation behind the, be having, having the full cost of the application fee.
0: Gotcha. All right. Uh, Well, we're going to look at that application fee issue, see if that's a big hurdle. Um, It's good to be mayor. Um, But, you know, it just doesn't mean I can solve this, though. I don't want to overpromise here. Uh, J. Mary J. on Ustream. uh, How long will this program last? Simple question. And uh, will include all projects that involve energy efficiency, like uh, installing Insulation, replacing all appliances that are not energy efficiency, energy efficient, etc. So I think we explained that that it pretty much does everything, right?
2: The only the only thing that it won't cover is something that's not physically attached to the house. So for example, if you can plug in, you can plug in a refrigerator and unplug it. That's not covered by the program. It has to be fixed affixed to the property. Gotcha. And how long the program will last there's there's really no timeline we we really think that this is the wave of the future in financing energy efficiency and renewable energy programs so uh... there's no there's no end date to the program
0: and this uh... from uh, ninja check I just don't want to get in trouble for saying <laughs> something like that, but it's Ninja Chick uh, who says, why is there only one Sanford? Good question. I like this question. Why is there only one, and is there? It's a question for me too, uh, only one San francisco based contractor on Green Finance approved on the contractor list.
1: I think there's more than one. There should be, in fact, I can tell off the top of my head I can think of several. So I think oh, it, it may be that if you go into the contractor list on the website and you you have to organize it, you can look at all the contractors at once or by different sectors. There may gotcha. be one sector where there's just one. one. Okay. I'm I checked to, it check. today
2: and there were at least 25, maybe more. So it, it may be specific to what this person's looking for.
0: All right, and to check more than 25. That's good, but a great question because we want to make sure we're, we're hiring to the extent possible locally and, uh, and creating opportunity. Um, for um, San Francisco-based businesses, can this program be used for uh, interesting questions from UStream as well? Uh, can this program be used for new building construction? I'm getting ready to demolish an old cottage and build a new, more efficient building. It's an interesting question. Meaning the fine, you could construct the entire building is uh, energy efficient, right? It's all lead, platinum, or something. Is that possible, or is that taking advantage of this? You
1: can't build a project from scratch if you don't have a house. You can. How anyway. about you tear it down? So once, you, uh, look, once, uh, the, in general, new construction. How about you tear down
0: half of it? Keep or how about all of it except the facade? Historic structure, just the facade, and you rebuild it. Then you can do it, right? I, I think you need probably use
1: the 800 number to give us a call. Let's walk you through what's all around right. and what's not. But it, in general, it's focused on uh, retrofitting existing buildings, not building new ones.
0: All right, well there's large retrofits too, right? I mean, you know.
1: Oh yeah. All right.
2: So I might just take this opportunity to give out the 800 number. You can get yes. to uh more information on greenfinancesf.org. You can call 311 uh to get more information and you can also call the 800 number which is 800-803-6930 and you can go uh you can contact us through email as well at contact@greenfinancesf.org. At
0: Excellent. And just uh we've got Ten minutes to go, and uh, I appreciate all the questions. This, is, uh, this has been great. Um, this, and, and good, a, a critical question, um, or at least uh, one that uh, deserves, I think, a, a good response. And, and you, Johanna, I think uh, tried to respond. You did respond, uh, but let's try to reinforce this. This from T. Green. Seven percent seems high. Um, what, how can we get that number down? You mentioned we got some RA dollars, we got some federal stimulus dollars that helped uh, reduce that uh, uh, interest rate. Uh, again, the interest rates are deductible, but how can we get it closer to what you'd get on a fixed-rate mortgage right now for some people? As low as well, I don't want to be a mortgage broker here, but it's a little lower.
2: That's right. It is It is high. It's certainly higher than many people would like. And I do want to emphasize that Green Finance SF, it's a great option. It's a convenient option. Uh, it's a great option for many people who don't want to do the credit check, who want, want to see something that, that transfers to the new property owner, for example. But it's not for everybody, and there are different ways that people can finance both energy efficiency and solar and other renewables and so so we're not claiming that it's the panacea for everybody uh... But getting back to the the interest rate question d- directly um, it is something that we are trying to uh... trying to identify ways that we can bring the interest rate down we do want to have a program that is a sustainable program this is a market-based financial private sector finance program and so if we um, if we design it as such we really have to look at the market forces that are driving what the interest rate is and and that's where it is right now we think that over time there will be some additional federal programs put in place loan guarantee programs and so forth that will help us bring the risk factor down and bring the interest rate down and we think that finance providers will also get more comfortable with this pace model that will help us bring that down and
0: so you know some people can go out and get a line of credit they still have credit worthiness to do it most of us had their line of credits taken away are having a hard time extending any more uh, uh, well any more debt in terms of their mortgage and so this then becomes a perfect opportunity for them to do the right thing for themselves their family and for us bro- for all of us more broadly uh but again it as Joanna says it's not necessarily for everyone and you got to take a look and see what works for you and what makes economic sense uh Daniel uh, again had this uh, what can be done to get the word well this is yeah good good question what could get word out to more homeowners in San Francisco are we doing anything else besides this uh, are we, uh, you know, are we going out and uh, putting up smoke uh, mm-hmm. or sort anything? Of I mean, you know, the, the, what are we doing? Are we got we, are we Flyers. We're we sending out letters, and people's. Right. I mean, we're we not. Are we doing robocall. We were going to do a robocall. I spared you all a robocall to your homes.
2: Well, there uh, were there were some calls that went out to folks sorry. to educate them about the program, okay. with the help of some of our supervisors. So, um, so we appreciate the enthusiasm that we've heard from from all of the all right. the um, the leaders on this. Um, we are doing a series of educational training sessions at public libraries, uh, at branch libraries around the city. That list of where those will be held will be posted on the greenfinancesf.org website. The first one will be at the main library, the public library, uh, April 20th, and okay. then we're doing one every every two so weeks. So if in you the went down
0: on April 20th to the main library here at Civic Center, mm-hmm. so right in front of City Hall, um, across the way. At six p.m., April twentieth, you'll walk in and you'll ask for whom, so and if you go, see what, and you'll talk about.
2: Right. So, if you go on April twentieth to the main library, you go to the correct Auditorium, and we will have all of the relevant staff that are there. They can ask you. You can ask your questions, answer specifically how to walk you through the application process and so forth, and answer any specific questions that you might have about your your property. You know, if you want to do this type of project, uh, is that eligible, and so forth. And then we'll be holding uh, the next one, May 5th, at at the Richmond Library.
0: Good.
2: uh, Noe Valley Branch Library, May 18th. Excelsior Branch Library, June 9th. Sunset Branch Library on June 14th. And the Bayview Branch Library, uh, July 15th. And we'll be organizing others as well. And you can also ask, uh, we've done a number of contractor trainings. And so there are uh, local contractors and installers, if you've already started those conversations, they have information about the program. And, of course, you can call 311 and go to the website as well.
0: Excellent. A couple of uh, of closing questions and if you have any more get them in quick. We'll uh, quickly and uh, we'll try to answer them. Uh, does this work for tenants in common, TICs? Tenancies it does. In common? So
2: as long as all of the owners of the property sign on and are on board with the financing, then it can work for TICs.
0: Excellent. And Cisco, uh, this, uh, they asked if you can just give a little bit more information regarding the interest deductions yep. on the pay slots.
1: Good. Yeah, too, uh, just very quickly, the, uh, the interest is generally considered to be tax-deductible. Talk to your tax preparer. We don't want to be yeah. you know, giving tax advice here. From, uh, But uh, uh, that means that effectively uh, your interest rate is a little bit lower because you're able to deduct it, just like a home equity line of credit or a, a mortgage uh, would be tax-deductible. And I think one of the key things people forget about is these are fixed rates for 7%. Everyone Lower is better. Let's get them as low as we can. Uh, but most people are thinking of a home equity line. It, it, it changes every month. So it can go up, it can go down, and for 20 years is a long time. So one of the nice things about this is it's, uh, it, it's, uh, you may get 5 five or 6% on a home equity line of credit that fluctuates, but this is 7% and it's fixed for its entire life. And I think that's a good thing for
0: people to take a look if at If yes. you're worried about inflation, you're worried about the yes. debt crisis in this country and the $13 billion in debt, and you're concerned in 10 years, the number you're going to have these very low, very competitive interest rates. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, one of the- yeah fixed rates. So all right, just in our closing couple minutes, anything that uh, we didn't talk about or anything that uh, uh, we didn't get to or questions that weren't asked that you think are important to uh, further the cause of letting folks know about this program? Any final words? Any uh, closing words. comments, Cisco?
1: Look, I think one of the most important things uh, that, that, that has come up a little bit, but I wanted to make a point, is about jobs. And I think this yeah. is one of the things that you're really focused on. Uh, but part of the thing that's exciting about this and why there's so much attention on the federal government and why they're working on additional rebates and the state's working on additional rebates is not just they want to help you save money and reduce uh, your greenhouse gas emissions, which is great, uh, but there's a, a 27% unemployment in the construction sector yeah. in this Based. country. Yeah, uh, it's even higher, I think, in California. Yeah, it's terrible. And so here we have an opportunity to get these folks who are trained and ready back to work. Yeah. And I think hopefully that means I think we looked at some numbers in, in San Francisco. We get about a 1% of the, uh, the homes people own here in San Francisco. We're talking about several hundred jobs could be created right from that. And that's
0: just 1% of the homes. That's right. Which is so nominal.
1: That's right. So hopefully uh, this is great for uh, folks. Obviously the questions that have come in are great and really focused on how people can make use of this themselves.
0: Um, uh, but it's also about uh, getting folks to work, and that's yeah. a good thing. No, yeah. well done. Thank you, guy. And Johanna, any any final words and more information? Again, the, the website, you can, you can give out that telephone number one more time.
2: Sure. So the telephone number, again, is 800-803-6930. Or you can go to the website, greenfinancesf.org, or call 311. We're happy to walk people through the program, uh, answer any questions that they can't get on the on the website and so forth. But we're really excited to be launching the program today. Um, We think it's a um, really exciting way to empower people to take climate action, to empower people to make improvements to their building that are not only going to reduce their costs but also improve the comfort of their home and the the, um, healthfulness of of their building, and not just the home but also their their place of work. So we're very excited about launching the program today.
0: Excellent. And, uh, Johanna, what did just um, these – well, I'm going to – I'll close by – I'm asking rhetorical questions now. Uh, thank you both for your leadership. Uh, Cisco, thanks for the inventive spirit now, you and Mayor Bates uh, advanced a number of years ago where this was extraordinarily creative and uh, and you took some risks and you produced some results, and I think those results weren't the, necessarily the direct results in the East Bay and Berkeley, but the inspiration more substantively of uh, folks like us uh, that uh, picked up on the idea and now are trying to scale it at, at a whole nother level. So I want to just thank you and uh, congratulate you on your outstanding leadership. Johanna, uh, you as well for stewarding this process through. We've been talking about this for years. Wade Crowfoot in my office uh, and Carrie passed the baton over to you and you've you just done a remarkable job working with members of the Board of Supervisors. Again, thank you, Eric Marr, and thank you, Supervisor Bevan Dufty and others uh, for your leadership and stewardship of this process, every member of the Board of Supervisors for their support uh, and uh, now their promotion of this program. Look, we're only as good uh, as, again, the ability to promote this program. Let's get people to work, as Cisco said. Let's get folks back um, with, uh, uh, in this case, uh, the the hammers and, and nails. Uh, of our time, and that's nailing in uh, the future uh, that is more sustainable uh, and hammering home the importance of sustainability, uh, not as an abstract concept, but one that we can truly, literally, not figuratively, bring uh, to our homes proper. Weatherize, focus on water conservation, a critical issue in this state. Uh, Don't think just about swapping light bulbs. Uh, Think about being even more creative in terms of your proposals and programs that you can design and get the ideas uh, uh, to generate uh, even more, uh, uh, well, more energy efficiency uh, by going to the website and uh, and prompting or going through the prompted questions and learning more about uh, ways that you can save money, not just save the environment. Uh, and let me not and I'll end with this, um, understate what I believe is one of the most critical things we can be doing and that's electrifying our vehicle fleets and the most important thing we could be doing is create ubiquity in terms of that infrastructure for charging those vehicles and that means bringing those electric uh, charging stations to your home Uh, so please this is this is my PSA for electric vehicles if your lease is coming up on one of those old uh, oil dependent cars that sort of been plotting around uh, for years and years, uh, look at getting one of these electric vehicles, at least a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid, and bring that charger home and take advantage of this financing to pay for it so you don't have to worry about the costs associated or the burden or hurdle. And then think about this. As gas goes up to $25 a gallon, may, you just never know. You'll be smiling as you drive by those gas stations because all your focus is on creating electricity on your roof and generating that electricity at your plug uh, by getting uh, to your charging station at home and not have to worry about gas prices. I jest only slightly. Who would have thought $4 gallon uh, five or ten years ago? Who knows what could happen in the future? So let's think green. Let's act green. Thank you all very much for uh, being part of this Ustream video. We appreciate your attention, your time, uh, and we hope uh, you'll learn more by calling us at 311 or going to our website at greenfinancesf.org. Thank you all very much.